Whenever you're ready, buddy. It doesn't matter. If you want a vacation that begins on a Greyhound bus line, continues past some orange traffic cones, to a beach where there are men in Speedo bathing suits, filming a Charlie Chaplin film about Tarzan on the Panama Canal driving a Maserati. No matter what, adventure is out there. Travel can help you find discounts, concierge-level service, and an all-around great experience booking your travel. You can contact Becca. That's, uh, 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 how do you say that? B-E-K-K-A at adventureisoutthertravel.com. Kungaloosh, Vivagaya, and Saubona. Oh, you're you... taking it back. First things Whoa. All the way back to episode seven. Yeah, that's when we first got wow. Saubona. No. Yeah. That's, that's some research you did there. Not well, the no, zoo. All the, things that I mentioned, all the things that I mentioned in that are 100 years old. Uh, oh. 100 episodes old. So that's happy- more accurate. Anniversary. Woo! What do we get for 100 years? Is that paper? Mache? It's a gold? Platinum? <laughs> Lapu Lapus? Oh! Yeah. The pineapple anniversary. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, it is. Let's, let's just say it is. Okay. I mean, Skipper will get a pineapple. I will get a pineapple. <laughs> But Rihanna will not because uh, she always goes sans pineapple. Four dollars less. Four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, four dollars is four dollars. <laughs> it just feels it, it feels like just yesterday was the dirty thirty. I remember Skipper to Gritchie. I don't know. I was telling my couple of my friends about this, and they're like, "Well, how often do you record?" I'm like once a week. So like so, like. Almost two years. And I'm like, man. Yeah. Like, That's a long time. I'm like, no, it's not a long time because it feels like four years to me. <laughs> <laughs> Is it ever going to end? <laughs> what? Someday. Lot. Someday. I don't know. A lot really has happened in two years, though. You brought that up. So a, a lot has changed uh, in two years. We've had uh, had some high times. Very Some very good times. Um. Had some low times. Uh, Rhiannon's car getting smashed into by a drunk driver was probably a low time. It was a house, actually. What did I say? Your car? Yeah, your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your house got plowed into. Uh, which then turned into a high time because Dustin did reference it in a great line in Straight Out of Three O'Clock song. That's true. Where uh, Rhiannon's uh, fan. <laughs> Popularity is bigger than we all assumed. The fans are crashing in and parking in her living room. They they just couldn't wait. They couldn't wait. <laughs> oh my gosh. And if we do the math correctly, Randy, you're right. At if it's one hundred episodes, your friend is correct. We're close to two years, meaning in two weeks. Or is it four weeks? Four weeks. Is four it four weeks? weeks? Yeah, four, 54. Oh, wow. 50, I was thinking of two card pickup. Oh my god, your math skills, man. Thinking of 52 card pickup. In just well, no, because so looking at this though, no, that's not right. Because looking at this, yeah. our first show was broadcast on October 18th. 
So it actually wow, is two weeks. Coming up. Yeah, it's two well, weeks. Well, did we, we never missed a week. And yeah, even yeah. with Irma, we like did shit. No, we missed, um, we missed recently one of them. There are two times where we've we've actually well, done over a weekend in between. Uh, yeah, I guess so. This year, we did it like over the weekend, and so we did one episode for two weeks. And then you're right, the Irma episode was one episode for two weeks. Yeah, but okay. if you if you include extras and songs, we're actually at 138. You know, shit. Postings. Well, let's just stop now. Scrap this whole 100 episode anniversary thing. But we we are at 100 actual the ship has episodes. Sailed. Yeah, 100 episodes. Yeah, let's we, think of some. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, we've also had some. Uh, we've laughed a few times. Just once or twice. Just once or twice. Mostly we have cried. At you, not with you. Yeah, we have cried. I don't think I've cried on air. At least, not that I let on. I'm <laughs> sure I've cried several times. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have been uh, happy. Rarely. We have been angry. Constantly. <laughs> Rhiannon's typically angry. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was angry certain times, but uh, we've had both. We've, uh, let's see, we've seen some bars come. New bars. Many new bars. Many. <laughs> Many new bars. Which used to piss off Rhiannon. It still does. I just... We're going to pick a new spot. We're to pick a new spot. I think it might be the baseline. The best oh, excuse you. I was going to say. The best one. Speaking of that, Skipper to Richie killing it with the new song, Vaseline, right off the top today. Oh, you know it. Oh, is it, is it like Flaming Lips? Uh, no, it's actually STP. Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, right. Fuck me. Song. Sorry. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I was yes, just thinking please. the wrong band. I, mean, I was thinking that song. No, th- no, I'm good. Damn. Um, Man, not even after 100 episodes. No. And Maybe try your luck after 200. I mean, uh, wait, we're, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. We'll see how that goes. So someone will be here. We'll see who it is. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, huh. The parade will go on. Uh, and I've, we've seen some, some bars come, and we've seen some bars go. <laughs> okay, now I'm crying. Octane, which was immortalized in music by none other than Skipper Dick Ritchie with A Bar Worth Fighting For, which goes down as one of my favorite songs. Yeah, I love yeah. The Bar Worth For a long time we've been in queues just like cattle. Last beer we had was a Bud Light in a bottle. With the pounding heat, our aching feet are easy to ignore. Think of instead a bar worth fighting for. That's what I said, a bar worth fighting for. I want a stoplight margarita to drink along the stars. This bar is located in the back, adorned by the stunt cars. I couldn't care where it is or what it looks like. It all depends on what they pour like scotch, rum, bourbon, mmm. Octane bar makes drinks like any other. 
And the ladies thought Michael is quite the charmer. You can guess what we will miss the most now that they've closed its doors. What do we want? A bar worth fighting for. Hurricane Bar, it had its faults, but was still a major find. Duh, how about a bar that's kinda lame, that always has a line? Nah. Her many drinks were greens and pinks, I'm sure we'll miss her. Conveniently located near the pisser. That bar in the back was unlike any other. Is that the bar where you met Rhiannon's mother? But when it reopens in a year or three, they'll line up at the door. What do we want? A bar worth fighting for. Wish that we had a bar worth fighting for. What do we want? A bar worth fighting for. Conveniently located near the pisser. Oy. So yeah, yeah, so so good. Um, some bars have gone that are, we, we've been happy about. Maybe not that many. More that we've yeah. But anyway, lots has happened in the last 100 episodes, and I'm sure some more fake memories will come up. We've had some good songs like Disney Dustin. We've had some bad songs like ours. <laughs> like everyone uh, ever made. <laughs> Some of my other favorite memories, Skipper Dick Richie, when you created the sticker pack. It's still living strong. Yeah. Uh, I still, I'm still I have host, Android. I'm still hoping that we'll get uh, an emoji <laughs> when, uh, when that comes out sometime in the next month or so. We, at one point, and still I suppose have uh, Sour Boner merchandise available. Oh, yeah, it's definitely there. We've sold a few things. Um, and by a few, you mean two. No, no, no. We've sold some glasses. We sold um, some thongs. Thongs? I know that um, Rhiannon's liver does have a glass. I know that. Right. Mm. Yeah, there's been um, a few. There's been a few things. Maybe... One uh, year it did as a shirt. I know that. I don't think we've had enough for them to actually send us a check. Uh, you <laughs> no. know, like, you just keep holding your breath. Yeah, they, have yeah. to, they have to wait till the amount is worth more than the cost of sending the check. Right, mm-hmm. than the actual... Uh, when it's worth more than the paper it's printed on. Yeah, pretty much. Oh my gosh. And of course the music. One of my favorite things, including the first ever song, uh, was Skipper Dick Ritchie's Do You Want to Make a Podcast uh, about Rhiannon. Yeah. Rhiannon? Do you want to make a podcast? Come on, let's go and play. I never see you anymore. Come out the door. Let's hear what you have to say. We've never been best buddies. And now we're still not. I wish you would tell me why. Do you want to make a podcast? Doesn't have to be a long cast. Okay, bye. 
make a podcast about strange things that echo in the halls. I think our company is overdue. I've started looking to pictures changing on the walls. Hang in there, Master Gracie. Drunko's a little lonely. Missing chat rooms. Just watching the hours tick by. They say we suck without you, and we know it's true, just let us in. We only have each other, it's just drunk and me, we need you. Do you want to make a podcast? Still hasn't, the best. That. still hasn't answered that question. <laughs> I, I'm still thinking it over, right? I'll get back to you. Still on the fence. Still on the fence. Um, I will say one of my favorite things that has, has happened is the creation of the 3 o'clock parade rum runner. Yeah. It's probably our greatest achievement. It, it the, the scary part is that it's actually doing good. And I'm not saying that it's it's a movement that is prospering. I mean, like, it's helping people, which yeah. is baffling oh. to me. People are healthier. People have lost weight. Yeah. People are running. They're actually doing raising money, charity, and, of wow. course, having fun. Yeah. So can I say that I, like, contributed toward that, even though I'm not doing any of it? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Awesome. Good job. You're doing great. Um, I'll keep, keep it up. up. I'll keep up the good work. Yeah. If I believed in an afterlife, that would be something that I would probably bring up. Okay. Put <laughs> on my resume, my, my afterlife resume. Yeah, yeah, you know. So what, what else is on there? What What did you do? Uh, I helped some people uh, lose some weight. I drank a lot. I made some videos on the internet. I did? I did. I posted tons I, of videos on the internet. Not, not the kind that you would monetize like Drunky wants to. You know. Were you, you clothed? 
not, I mean, as far as they know, I played Donkey Kong drunk for almost three hours the other day on the internet. Okay. It was great. And were people cheering you on? Uh, I mean, they were definitely telling me that I was not good at Donkey Kong and to keep drinking. And then when I ran out of rum, because I drank, uh, oh, I, I drank about half a bottle of rum. And when that bottle ended, they uh, suggested I start whiskey. So I finished off half a bottle of whiskey. And then when that ended, they suggested I go to gin. And after about maybe three glasses of gin, I was done. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. I don't really like gin. And it kind of ruined it. <laughs> Blasphemy. Yeah. I'll do it. It definitely did. I was, uh, I'm not even kidding, like, throw up drunk. Uh, oh. It sounds like it, yeah. Yeah, it was It was great. I woke up the next morning, and I looked out on my uh, my front steps, and I was like, oh, somebody ate fried chicken last night. <laughs> <laughs> Do you usually leave your chicken bones on the front stoop? Uh, those weren't chicken bones, my friend. Those were, uh, oh. they did not get along with the gin remnants. So... Instead of going to a bathroom, you went to the front stoop. No, 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 I was just sitting on the front stoop. I think I don't. I don't remember to be honest. Oh with my you. goodness! But I did eventually make it to the bathroom because then there was. Re- re- remind us again how we're helping people. <laughs> well, we're, we're helping people. We're not helping ourselves. Ah, okay. There okay. you go. So we're selfless. Oh yeah, no, no, for sure. Like yeah, I have not done anything to help myself in any way. Shape. No, yeah, like, nor have I. So. Oh, you're a liar, Skipper Gritchie. You are a a member of the Rum Runners, and you have done extremely well for yourself recently. Oh, I mean that's different. I, anything that I any any time that I may have added to my life by losing weight, I definitely lost. Uh, puking up chicken on your friend's too. Puking up, puking up chicken. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. It was gross. Sure. Uh, but Cheers. I did, like I said, I did make it to the bathroom eventually because I found some in there later. You know. Oh god. I was all like, man, you... I was all over the place. What a night. Okay. It was great. What a night. It really was. What a night. Oh, my God. Um, Why don't you go first to an uh, event that happened this weekend called Epcot 35. A major event for many people, apparently. Um, And I kind of want to get your thoughts first off on these uh, park anniversaries. Skipper Ritchie, do you get fired up for park anniversaries? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I do. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So, like, uh, I was there when they turned the, the castle into a cake. Yay! And that was an 18-month anniversary. And then I was there when, for the 100 Years of Magic, uh, when they celebrated Walt Disney's 100th birthday. And I was there for the turn of the millennium at Epcot. So all of those were, like, really cool and huge. Um, I was here at Disneyland's 50th and then again recently for the 60th and 65th, but for some reason the 35th anniversary of Epcot just did not, like, spark my interest. Uh, one I little love, spark? Not even one little spark? Not even one little spark. <laughs> I love Epcot, but just 35 to me wasn't, like, one of those, yeah. like, oh, man, that's so cool. They're 35 now. Oh, shit, I can't believe it. Is it 35 already? Right? Yeah, I wasn't, no. Um, it did bring a lot of people out of the woodwork. I saw Kristen from uh, Rhiannon's Neck of the Woods. Yeah, yeah. She did not bring Rhiannon with her, though. I was invited, but I politely declined. Yeah, yeah. So it definitely, for you, it did definitely 
the idea of the 35th anniversary of Epcot was not big enough to uh, bring you. Um, I, you had just uh, been there the week before. I had just been there the week before, which I think really was probably the biggest driving factor of why I didn't want to go two weekends in a row. But, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like there wasn't that much specialness. Um, I wasn't super into the merch. Uh, and it just sounds like, okay, you're going to like show up and fight the crowds to see some special fireworks. Like, I never fucking stay for the fireworks anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we... I also was not, I didn't know if I was going to go over on that day. It just turned out that I ended up going. Um, I did like one of the hats. So I did buy a piece of, I don't buy a lot of Disney merchandise. I got the official, I was there hat mm-hmm. only because Ellen was there at the, like before opening to get in line because you guys, these lines for these, they had a pop-up shop just for Epcot 35 merchandise. And the line was horrendous yeah and that's another thing like, you're not selling this you know like that doesn't sound fun no, and not just I, that I, like the figment pop that everybody was in line for oh, is now creepy as fuck well it's creepy as fuck but it's abundant and everywhere it's not like they yeah. sold out or it was like oh we're limited in it to just this day which is weird for them because there are so many other things that like they really should buy more of like you know if you're the, the flowering garden ears that sold out in the first weekend they didn't order any more of and yet this supposedly one weekend special item and they have it on the app now like i I can't find it on the app i won't lie to you about that. i didn't i didn't look i just saw something posted on twitter that was on the app but again it's like how long have you been in this business of merchandising and like you don't understand how much you should order of something man there was the one thing that was kind of cool they did play a lot of the you could hear the background music from the old uh, attractions and things like that. That was pretty cool. One thing that I, my understanding is that uh, what a world we live in. Uh, at some point, people, there was a line to get into the Imagination gift shop. So cool. people were using the ride itself as a fast pass to <laughs> enter the gift shop. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is great. So the ride was the fast pass to get into the gift shop. That's crazy uh um, can i go back one step we were talking about whether it was on the app or not mm-hmm. so i searched for figment pop nothing came up so then i thought i'm just gonna search for pop and see what uh what figures they do have and uh, one of the first things that comes up is actually kellogg's corn pops <laughs> which apparently is an in-store only item but oh darn does show yeah. up on the uh what <laughs> on the shop okay. part. Yeah. So if you ever need Why? some corn pops, you can just shop. Oh, oh. Shop the like in the in the resort gift shop. I guess so. Good, good. That's good to know. fascinating. Good to know. That's a that's what you call, ladies and gentlemen, a three o'clock raid. Exclusive. Sure, we'll go with that. Let's see. Um, other thing that happened. The first thing. Another thing that we have been able to do over the last 100 episodes is create the most important news team in theme park media. And that is, of course, the 3 o'clock parade news team. So let's uh, quickly, we talked about the Vaseline 
uh, did have a its grand opening, the Vaseline Bar there at Disney's Hollywood Studios, the newest bar on the property. We sent our crack beat reporter, Colin, to the Vaseline to check it out. So, uh, Skipper DeGritchie, if you wouldn't mind throwing it to 3 o'clock parade beat, reader, beat writer Colin, <laughs> live at the Vaseline. Uh, I can definitely do that. Let me... Uh that this is three o'clock beat reporter colin reporting live from the brand new still shiny baseline tap house here at hollywood studios today i'm with mike from nikwisakwakio new york say hello mike hello there it's actually nisakwag and Mike, uh, what was your position prior to coming to Baseline? I was a part-time bartender over at the Outer Rim Contemporary Resort. Are you familiar with a character on Twitter named Outer Rim Jim? No, I'm not actually. He's a good guy. He's a uh, he lives in Boston. He's a he's a fixture on the on the yeah. Well, it's he's a fixture on the uh, Disney Twitter sphere. There's also a Tune In Lounge guy. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, apparently. So, Mike, what would you say the uh, initial reception to the Baseline Tap House is so far? It's been overwhelming. The, the feedback from the guests has been outstanding. The wines have been really long here. Really enjoy the craft beer selection that we have. There's a good variety here, and having some snack foods as well really makes this place a fun, fun place. One thing we hear a lot is it's not a theme park bar, that it's more of a pretty cool place, nice vibe going on here, nice place to sit outside, inside, and you're able to get service pretty quickly here since we have several bartenders always on staff able to help folks here. So it creates a nice atmosphere, a little bit different than some of the other locations around property. Absolutely, and personally, I think I like it much better here than the preceding High Octane Lounge or the uh, Rider Stop, certainly. Are, are you familiar with either of those? Yeah, the Rider Stop was here before, and actually they paid a little homage to the Rider Stop, keeping some of the lighting here. There's some of the, some of the letters. If you look up on the shelving, there's some artifacts here from the old Rider Stop. So again, it's completely different than it was before. More of an industrial atmosphere here, again, trying to create that Los Angeles feeling in 2007. And Mike, uh, particular interest to our listeners, are you able to make uh, off-menu drinks of any sort of the liquors that you have here? Yes, we can. We have we have premium brands, so we can go the vodkas, gins, bourbons, Tennessee whiskeys, so we can do those kind of things. We're limited a little bit, but I'd say we have 10 to 15 different brands that we can choose from. Then we can mix it with cranberry or tonic or ginger ale, sodas, those kind of things. Awesome. And in closing, uh, what's your preferred form of exercise? <laughs> Actually, I'm a runner, so that, that works. that's an easy answer for me. I run a lot. Well, in a shameless plug, are you familiar with the 3 o'clock radio rum running team? I am not, but I am now. That's the first I've heard of that. Well, maybe we'll get you on the team. And uh, and uh, what is your favorite um, long stem green vegetable? Green vegetable, I hate to say it, is broccoli. Oh, denied. All right. Well, thank you very much, Mike, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. So I made a promise on Twitter that I'd be nice to Colin from here on out, but... He just insulted High Octane. I was waiting for that. He's testing you. And he couldn't even pronounce Vaseline correctly. I mean, I was... You know, Colin, you're not making it easy. Okay? Well... I'll bite my tongue for now. I'm just saying you're on warning. 
You're on notice. What? You're you're on notice. Well, there, and this is a two-parter, by the way. That's oh, only, two-parter. That's only the first part. Oh, well, well I want to make a comment first that Mike is, for being the bartender, is extremely well uh, spoken as far as uh, feels like he's got all the talking points from Disney ready to go. Yeah, he yeah. knows what to talk about. He knows what to say. <laughs> well, you, oh, did you say the writer stop? Well, if you look up in the sky here, you can see the uh, upon the shelving, you can see the writer stop letters, which I did notice. Uh, they do have the old letters from the sign up there, but I I love that he immediately like deferred uh, to that. That was pretty impressive. Mike did a great job. Yeah, he yeah. really did. Yeah, yeah. No complaints with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Colin, three o'clock parade beat reporter part two. Part two. This has been in ten seconds. It's okay. Here we go. Okay, and we're back live. Live. At the base, Elaine, Baseline Tap House with, with, with Mike. Two addendums to the initial report. First of all, how is the name of this place pronounced? Two pronounce, two ways to pronounce it: baseline and Baseline. Very good. So the Baseline trend has hit the Baseline Tap House. Also, when you order a beer flight, it comes with the labeling cards, which you can see on my Twitter. And uh, you actually get to keep those cards as collector's items, like baseball cards, correct? Exactly. Cards are presented in front of each of the beers, and then for the guests, they're able to take the cards with them. And they can mark on the cards. They like it. They didn't like it. It's just something that they can trade with other folks as well. And uh, chiming in late here is uh, Flying Squirrel with a off-menu drink of the Berry Absolute Berica and the Blue Sky Black Cherry Soda on tap. And what's your review of this off-menu drink recommended here? It is a delicious, the weather is hot, my kids are annoying cocktail to walk around the park with. <laughs> and, uh, well. <laughs> oh, so I'm not allowed to insult their kids, but she is? <laughs> oh, ouch. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. God. Zoinks. I'm not the villain of the podcast. No? Oh, I don't think we have a villain. Yes, we do. I thought it was Derek, Derek Bergen. Bergen. Oh, well, he's not on our podcast, though. You know, yeah, he's just a Bergen, he's obviously. Just a, he's a, you know, he's just nobody. Like, long. Anyway. I don't even know what... Flying even know. Squirrel knows that I love her and her children. Mm. That may, there might be an S sour boner along those lines a little bit later. Wow. Okay, might be an S sour boner. Well, that is good. We, so we do have a, a, a official pronunciation uh, variation there from Mike himself. So that's good. Mm. Yeah, I will say I did not know that. Not that I really want to keep the cards, but I didn't know that they were like encouraging you to take them because I did get a beer flight uh, and I did not take the cards. But I, I, I like how you said that you can write down on the cards whether or not you liked the beer. So it's like basically an analog version of Untapped. Right, but limited to what's at the ba- the base of Vaseline. So you, even you can't do that. How funny would that be? Like think back to the days of like a Rolodex, and instead of having Untapped because you wouldn't have a smartphone, you'd have a Rolodex of different beer cards. You'd have to like flip through it. Like, did I have this before? Where was I? Did I like it? Yeah, well, but but then it was only like low and brow, right? Like your local, rock. Uh, yeah, it didn't change that much. Your local beer selection at your grocery store, it yeah, was not that. Right. Uh, now it's like I every have, time. Yeah, no, I, I definitely like a very distinct mental image now of a beer Rolodex. I'm kind of liking it. <laughs> a beer Rolodex. 
Uh, keep working on that. Oh, you're next. Um, I will say ba- uh, ba- the Vaseline. <laughs> I, <laughs> I uh, it is the one thing I do like about it. I mean, I went on uh, Sunday, and it's. I love that. It, uh, what I don't like about two places, including uh, the one downside to uh, uh, Brown Derby and even the tune-in, is if you is uh, if you get a tab going, it usually takes a long time to pay, and especially in the theme parks, there's you don't want to get caught up in having to. If you want to go, you want to go, and I do like that. It's very efficient. You go up there, you pay, you get your drinks, and then you go. And there's plenty of seating, tons of seating inside, tons of seating outside. And uh, you can have plenty of place to relax and chill out. Um, and then you, if you want another beer, you just go up and order it and you pay again. I mean, I like that because then when you're, it's time to go, you can just go. What did you order? I, I got a flight. Uh, I don't remember which one exactly, but I ordered, I ordered a beer flight. Oh, so no hard liquor? No, I did not. What do they have, though? <laughs> oh, shit. I, <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out now. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What? Son of a bitch. I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> into saying something no 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 i'm just i i i really no i'm not i don't even have a word of the day right now but i can think of one if you really want me to that sounded like I, a total set for word of the day really did no because um, i've read the i've read the thing about the uh the craft beers but i didn't um like i thought they only had like the two uh mixed or i guess you know mixed drinks uh but i was worried that they were pre-mixed so i didn't know that they had all the other liquors yeah I did not notice a pre-mixed anything um, back there. It's not like where they have like, well, and I was just got I just got beer. So I'm disappointed that you didn't ask for a rum runner just to see oh, what would happen. That would have been cool. Well, it was um, it was cool though. They do I do like the fact any kind of time you get a beer flight, I do like that. I prefer the smaller versions anyways. Then I don't know. That was kind of fun. Um, That's what Mrs. D told me. Oh, stop it! Yeah. <laughs> but um. This is D&D, and uh, Ellen both enjoyed the uh, cheese and meat plate. Big fans of that. And the giant pretzel, of course, was very good. So, uh, was it snacks. just a regular theme park pretzel, or was there something fancy about it? Because it looking uh, at the picture, I wasn't like... It looked like the... It's bigger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same sure. the cart. It's just a little bigger. But it's something special out of the fact that it's just cool to be able to get that, you know, while you're there. Yeah, so they say that they'll make a uh, Negroni, which takes gin, mm-hmm. and a California Sunset, which is vodka and Southern Comfort. Um, but, uh. it's, but I didn't think I didn't know there was other other alcohol on the menu. They've got a whole list here of the, on the one that I I put in the notes. Um, a couple of vodkas, rums, gin, liquor. Uh, in the front. <laughs> and there's poker in the rear. Oh, it's my favorite place. Yeah. <sighs> I will say the one thing I can say about this bar, and my number one thing in the review is going to be, it's very functional. This is going to be an extremely busy part of the park here in about a year and a half. Um, it's the entrance to Star Wars Land. So mm. it's going to be uh, extremely uh, important that this is functional and efficient, and that's what it is. Um, I had a good discussion um, uh, about that area, Grant. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Grand Avenue, which is what it's called, which is now also kind of morphing with where the Muppets are. 
um, and how basically the Muppet Courtyard is gone, and now it's all part of Grand Avenue. And as someone who I've considered myself a, a, a mild Muppets fan, I, in the Muppet universe, they live in the real world. So I don't think it's that weird that they would uh, have the Muppets living in the real world rather than a Muppet Courtyard. Well, and in the first yeah. Muppet movie, they were going to Hollywood. Like, they yeah. all took a road trip out there. And in the TV show and any of the, uh, I guess, the sequels after that, that's where they lived, you know? So it, it wouldn't surprise me that they're in L.A., those crazy Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's necessarily a, uh, a, a sign of negativity for the future of the Muppets that this is happening. I think it's well, I, a blending of into the, them into the real world. I think that as soon as they refurbed Pizza Planet into Pizza Rizzo, that was your clear sign that they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. I would agree. Well, and they said so. the fountain's coming back, right? Yes. Yeah. What's happening? Maybe. Maybe. It's ha- oh, it's happening, possibly. It's happening. You never know, really. <laughs> Definitely, maybe. Definitely could happen. Um, This is cool, Skipper to Gritchie. I did not know this. Maybe this uh, is something that everyone has known. But did you know, and it's something that it brings me to the Disney store in general. You posted a picture of the Disney store like yesterday. Or maybe it was today. Oh, yeah, when I was drinking coffee. That was on my 15-minute uh, break at work. Um, the Magic Kingdom Parade is going to be simulcast daily at Disney stores around the world. And I think that is the coolest thing ever. That is cool. Yeah, they're going to – I think there's they, they lost somewhere in like the 90s, got rid of – any connection it feels like between the parks and the stores, which is the only reason I like going in there because it's like, it felt like almost like a little mini travel agency for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now it's like, maybe they're bringing some of that back, which not that I really need the Disney store here in Orlando, but if I was still in Michigan, that would be huge for me. Yeah, I guess. No, I love it. That's I mean, I go to Disneyland at least once a month. If not, I try to go more, but the reason that I went that day was just because I kind of wanted a little fix, you know? So I uh, ran and grabbed a coffee and a lot of uh, the coffee shop that I go to is below the Disney store. So I usually grab my coffee, hit the escalator, go upstairs and uh, browse the Disney store as I walk around. So, and drink my coffee. So it's great. Yeah, dude, this is just, yeah, it's saying right here, uh, the Disney store announcement here is that in the back of the store, screens will be replaced with newer LED displays where guests can watch the parade stream live from Disney parks in the afternoon. And at night, a digital fireworks display will be presented just before the store closes. Oh, that's awesome. What a great addition to the Disney store. Yeah, well, I saw it. Yeah, this is the uh, the new design. It's so cool. Yeah, I need I need my Disney store to look like this. My Disney store looks like the crappy in between version. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Kristen knows a lot more about this than I do. But how originally all the Disney stores were amazing and had like all these displays kind of like up toward the ceiling along the edges of the walls and like big displays and of like statues of the characters and the windows and stuff. Yeah. They slowly phase that out. So there, she knows the numbers of like how many are left in the country that still look like that. And we have one here in Fort Myers 
Um, and then she was there right after Irma and took a picture of one of the windows and they took out some of the statues of the characters and replaced it with like some fucking Star Wars cardboard ad. And she's like, is this new? And I'm like, you know, it is. And it's sad. So I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. This Why does she one... know so much about Disney stores? She's awesome. I don't know. I don't know. So, you know, yeah. I don't, does she, I'm not, is she a Disney fan? Oh yeah. That might be why that probably yeah. explains. Yes. So there's like new signs here, according to this article, that uh, are on Magic are on Main Street saying today's parade. You might be on TV, and they're like, oh. you don't want to be on <laughs> if you're if you're with your mistress, right? Yeah. You probably... <laughs> if you're ditching work, <laughs> you should probably. And you think your boss might be watching at a Disney store somewhere in the world? You should probably avoid this area. Definitely take the Emporium route. <laughs> Definitely. Um, let's see. Adventures in Charity was this weekend as well. Yeah, um, it, was, it was very cool. It's the, they announced that this that next year will be the 10th anniversary of the closing of oh. Adventures Club and will be oh. the final Adventures no. in Charity. Why? Yeah, it's the final one. So, uh, yeah, it was it was really cool hearing some of the. It was interesting the way they do it. Is there were a few people involved who still work for Disney, and the way that the they try to stay within the uh, copyright. Some of the stuff about the club is copyrighted. Some of it isn't. So anytime they were going to go to do something that was like they'd be like, so and so needs to leave the room now to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so and so it is going to be going to the bathroom now. It was funny. So uh, that they would uh, do a song or whatever. So it was really cool. So um, very fun, and it will be the the last one next year. So uh, buy your tickets if you're gonna check out the very last one. So very cool. Let's see. The final little bit of news that I saw was they did confirm that the new Epcot ride guardians of the galaxy will be a ro- actual physical roller coaster yay finally something i can be excited about yeah i, I think it's so funny because and and it's weird because people that don't normally talk to me about disney brought this up um because everybody I, bitches that there's not enough there aren't enough rides at epcot and then disney announced a roller coaster and half the people were like, roller coasters don't belong at Epcot. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. Like, yeah. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm just trying to picture what they, they announced it's going to be. a. You walk in and you go to a 10-story tall show building. Yeah. That's pretty, excited. That's pretty big. I mean, so I, I guess I can see the point of some people saying it doesn't belong there because – whatever it's ruining the aesthetic but i feel like once they announce they're bringing in guardians of the galaxy you're already ruining the aesthetic so may as well make it the kickest assest ride ever right so i'm all for it if i have to have guardians of the galaxy it better be the best roller coaster i've ever been on yeah and there was a time when everybody would be like well Everything shows that like everything Disney does sucks. So it's right now the track record, in my opinion, has been solid, 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 solid. So I have no reason to think this is not going to be a solid addition. 
Well, to give you an idea, the Contemporary Vacation Club is 15 stories. It's going to be okay. five shorter than Daylight Tower. Man. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I have a lot of... Turn. Go. Go on. Well, I was just going to say that um, from non-Disney purists, um, just acquaintances and friends of mine, one of their biggest complaints about Disney is the lack of thrill rides. And so I think this could help them with their market share with Universal and all that to try and get some more traction of the people who don't want the character meet and greets and don't want boat rides. They want roller coasters. Yeah. Want to add that to in the back of the park, they are going to be adding the Ratatouille family ride. So uh, uh, nice. Both. Get one yeah. of each. Win. It's a win-win. As far as yeah, where was I? I was somewhere recently and this girl, I saw her she had a tattoo of Remy on her bicep, and it was, like, the entire length of her bicep. And I was like, oh, my God, Remy! And I was with friends who were like, who's Remy? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> um, Rihanna, I have to uh, say, though, also, with the, quickly, with the 35th anniversary merchandise of Epcot, you can get the Funko figment and put them on your shoulder. And you said you wanted a shoulder banshee, but for... Figment, and it's kind of like having the, the shoulder figment. Except he then falls off and he doesn't move or bite or do anything fun. So he's yeah. just like Figment. Figment's very fun. Figment would bite if you asked him nicely. <laughs> I just don't think well, he's that fun. I'm just not a, I'm just not a, uh, a Figment guy. <sighs> no little sparks on. for you. Clearly. Clearly. No. Sparks. Uh, I would like to quickly, Skipper Ritchie, if you would fire up oh. the Fantasy uh, <laughs> 3 O'Clock Parade Rum Runners Fantasy Football League update. We've got some breaking news for the uh, Guardians of the Gridiron. Oh, hell yeah, we do. You guys are now tied for the lead. Uh, you continue to be in the lead. But uh, on the, according to here, the Hail Mary Poppins are also at 3-1, and one, and you are also at 3-1 and one in the Mission uh, Space Mountain Division with, unfortunately, Rhiannon and the Monster Squad down at 1-3. and three. Whatever. Uh, two games behind Skipper Dick Ritchie now. Whatever. Um, also, uh, bad news for the Canadian Chargers. Yeah. I'm still playing by those Canadian rules because they are 0-4. Woof. Ouch. Uh, the leader of that division is still the Poly Beach. She works out. Um, the Everest division, uh, Coastal Elitists at 2-2, two and two, and Ugachaka at 2-2 two and two for the lead, and the Thunder, Big Thunder Mountain division. The Bellow Street Brawlers continue to be in first place. My team um, tied with Watson the Box, which would be... Uh, What's your total uh, score? We are three and one. Okay, so you're uh, right there with us. Correct. There are one, two, three, four, five teams at three and one overall. So, uh, starting to get some separation, but uh, uh, we're, we're on our way. So we are four weeks into the season, and uh, both my team and your team, Skipper Richie, are both in the leaders of their division. Heck yeah. So not that I had anything to do with that whatsoever. Yeah. And three o'clock parade beat reporter as well. So. Uh, uh, the three o'clock parade uh, uh, doing pretty well, uh, except for of course Rhiannon. 
Well, you know what? I will take full responsibility for that. I'm sure that Christina would be in the lead if it weren't for me dragging her down. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She is the monster. She is, and I'm the dead weight, so. She is there the monster. That brings us to the 100th edition of Ask Sour Boner. Ask Sour Boner. It's Sour Boner time. Sour Boner for you. And mostly Rhiannon. Mostly. Mostly. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Want you to have all the sour boners? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that reminds me, Skip. Oh, I'm going to get to it when I, wait. somebody does ask a sour boner about it. Um, first one is from Livy, Rhiannon's liver. Uh, he retweets a question If you could pick a celebrity to spend a weekend with at Walt Disney World, whom would you choose? Um, what's my. Reason for choosing. Well, you can go in one of two ways. You can go with someone who you'd like to have a romantic getaway with, mm. or to have a buddy, chill, cool time with. One of the two, either one. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough question. You go. Well. Mine's going to lead me into another bit real quick because I, I would pick <laughs> um, – oh, Jesus. She slipped my mind. My girl. Hang on. Kate Winslet, who has always been my celebrity crush, who came in the news this week because she is going to be part of the Avatar uh, franchise moving forward. Oh, so, Kate. Why? <laughs> why? So I can kill two birds with one stone. so low. I could spend time with Kate Winslet, who I've always admired and found oh. extremely attractive. Uh, and I can ask her, what the hell are you doing going into Avatar? So I get to do two birds, one stone. Okay, good. Maybe, can you talk her out of it? Is it too late? No, it's not too late. All right, good. Okay. Um, if I were going for, like, romantic, Jason Statham. Oh. Rar. Yeah. Uh, let's see skipper dick richie uh how exactly is this uh question if you could pick a celebrity to spend a weekend at walt disney world with whom would you choose oh man uh romantic i would go with mr monkey Oh my god, that would yes. be so good. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, actually, oh god, what's her name? Hold on, I've got a new crush right now. Uh, from while Bob- you, no, go ahead. Okay, okay, I have my fun answer. While you look it up, while you look it up, I did want to say one thing about Mister Monkey. I wanted to bring up one of my favorite memories is when Mister Monkey and Rhiannon did the love test. <laughs> Oh, that was so good. <laughs> and they got Eve and uh, Wally. Yeah. That was good. That was No, good. I know my fun answer. What is it? Lindsay Lohan. Oh, that Not would be because fun. because I think I would have fun, but I'd have fun just, like, watching her and basically live tweeting the whole thing. Like, guys, guys, you would not believe what she just did. And oh. I would just walk around being like, what the fuck is this? 
It would be amazing. It would be the most fun weekend ever. It would be great. Oh, speaking of that, I, 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 agree. I also have another one, and that would be the soccer star here in Orlando, Alex Morgan. I oh, that. my God, yes. <laughs> she not only with her and some of the other uh, Orlando City uh, folks, some of the men's team, some of the women's team, um, got kicked out of Epcot for being uh, uh, belligerent. So uh, and apparently they were on, like, comp tickets, too. <laughs> What? So they have been asked not to return to Walt Disney World. <laughs> uh, yeah, what was all that? I, I saw that and I was like, what is that all about? Apparently they were at the Rose and Crown and got uh, a little mouthy. And uh, rather than uh, when they were asked to uh, uh, like kindly leave, it, it didn't go well. Don't you know who I am? Yeah, right. She actually did no, that. She said actually, something. I know the SWAT team or something like that. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Here's a little bit of advice from the three o'clock parade. If for whatever reason you've done something at Walt Disney World, you're uh, and you're asked to leave by somebody, just go, <laughs> and uh, things will kind of work themselves out. Yeah, right. I'm just gonna go ahead and mosey on. It's gonna probably. I'm gonna. Leave, I'm gonna walk out now. Karen Gillen. Gillen? Is that her name? Who's that? Uh, she's a spicy redhead. She's going to be in the new Jumanji movie, which doesn't excite me, but she was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Wait, why Who. are they they're making another Jumanji? What the oh, they're, yeah, they're making a new Jumanji. That has oh nothing to do God. with the port. Uh, it, so I watched a preview for Is it. Is it a sequel, or are they redoing the original? Uh, so I guess it's almost like a little bit of both. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. They find the board game, and somebody's all like, who plays board games anymore? And then it somehow turns into a video game, and they get sucked into the game. And uh, there's, like, a, like, you know, super hot chick that gets turned into uh, Jack Black. So she's all like, oh, I'm not hot anymore. I'm this dorky fat guy. And then there's, like, a big giant buff guy that... Tur- that uh, you know, gets turned into, I don't remember, somebody else, and he's a little guy, so that's, like, the funny part about that. And then there's a nerdy guy that gets turned into The Rock, and all of a sudden, you know, he's just like, hey, I'm super cool because I'm The Rock. Uh, So it looks like it's kind of funny, but um, either way, this girl, woof, she's so good. That's that's my new crush right now. So that's that's who I would take. Okay. Nice, nice. Either that or Tiffany, one of the two. Ooh, ooh. Still, Still got a little mad crush on. Oh, uh, well, oh, gosh, I got to keep my mouth shut right now. No, no, go. No, I I literally have to keep my mouth shut about uh, a future. Never mind. I can't even talk about it. Oh, my God. This Um, is the worst. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, this is the first time you've ever not just let something out. I'm just kind of bummed out right now. I can't. All right. Just just get excited. Just get excited. I'm excited. What were we talking about? Jumanji? The Rock? Uh, No, Tiffany. Something with Tiffany. Oh, okay. I'm not supposed to, never mind. It's okay. Um, Go ahead. Count Jamie, J.R. Toasty Man, would like to know four adults dressing as, like, four, the number four, four adults dressing up as the four parks for Mickey's Not So Scary. What costumes would best illustrate each park? I feel like the best costume for Epcot would be not very figure flattering. Like the ball? Just, exactly. 
Or maybe that's perfect. If you don't like your figure, then you go with the big ball. Well, there you go. Um, I would have to say for Disney's Animal Kingdom, you either go new school like Navi, you just dress as a Navi, or oh. you go Gordon Wilson Matua. I was going to say, like, some sort Definitely. of archaeologist would work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, studios? I would say an old-timey director. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. No, I about. think just the hat. <laughs> you just want to walk around in the hat? Yeah, because you could wear the hat, and then, like, your dress would be the continuation of the hat. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Kind of like the – are you familiar with the Stanford tree mascot? Um, I'm going to have to go with no. Oh, well, it's a big tree. It'll be kind of similar like the big hat. The Stanford tree would be cool. Be the, anyway. Uh, what about uh, the Magic Kingdom? That's tougher. Um, hmm. Birthday Cake Castle? Oh, that'd be cool. Or the mayor? Yeah. Well... Not fucking what's his face? Who's a pin quitter? Scoop. Yeah, fuck him. Oh. What? Breaking news. What are you talking about? Not breaking. He quit trading pins like a year ago. Yeah, I remember we talked about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One of the lowlights of our podcast history was learning and discussing that. Man. Screw you, Scoop. Yeah. Woo. Quitter. And crickets. The opposite of quitting would be Christina the monster um, uh, at Raising Las Vegas. Uh, uh, young, oh, let's see. Okay. She, she had to, she had, unfortunately, she didn't have a hundred, uh, 280 char- characters, so she had to, to do the. Uh, mm. Yeah. You'd have Elvis marry you. The worst. But would you, would you, in Rum Runner style, do the fastest wedding in the world? The run-through wedding at the Vegas Marathon. Christina, you know me better than that. <laughs> so no running uh, in the Vegas Marathon. Unless which, it's which part? like... Or is it, the, is it the wedding part that you're talking about? Right, unless it's like you get down the aisle and you're like, oh, never mind! And then you just go sprinting out of the chapel. Wasn't there a movie about that uh, with uh, Runaway Julie- Bride? Yeah, runaway mm-hmm. friends. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who was the man again in that? It was a. Uh, was uh, it? Was it Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulroney? Or I get those two confused. So I don't know. Yeah. Was it? Was somebody who's extremely attractive? Richard Gere. <laughs> He's in a lot of things with her. I don't know. Yeah, he was definitely. In it, that was, it was. It was like. It's like, the, yeah, guess what? He's They're back together again for the movie. Yeah, it was. It was Richard Gere uh, in there with Julia Roberts. So very good. You sure Hugh Grant wasn't involved at all? Uh, Richard Gere, John Cusack, Hector, Rita, Paul Ooh, Dooley. John Cusack. Uh, Joan, not John. Red, oh, uh, no, Hugh Grant was not in that movie. Okay, okay. just a quick yes or no. Uh, no. Hugh Grant, yes or no? Yes. Yes. Oh, you no. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Yeah, me too. Big fan. Romantic comedies. I don't, I don't like his. I don't like his uh, taste in prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Well, no judgment here. No. I don't have any problem with his taste in prostitutes. 
I just don't want the sloppy seconds. Oof. 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 I just don't like his taste in prostitutes. Like, Fine. Don't pay, don't pay for it, dude. Don't pay hey, for it. It's an honest living. Is it? I don't think they're paying taxes. That's not very honest. It depends where, you know. Okay. Uh, Christina has a follow-up that says, the next false phone number to try at the grocery store is 281-330-8004. If the last name isn't Jones, somebody out there really sucks. I don't get it. Yeah, what's the uh, reference here? I am about to type that in. Yeah. 281-330-8004. Mike Jones, back to then? Hmm. Uh, Wait, are we we the ones that really suck then? Apparently. Uh, Let's see here, Mike Jones. Well, if you're going to suck, it's best to suck together. Can we get you to uh, repeat that? No. No. (laughs) Uh, full news. Uh, I don't even see where is this phone number supposed to be coming from. <laughs> I, I don't see, even see it anywhere in here, but and I can't. Yeah, no. Back the hose didn't want me. Now I'm the hot hose all on me. Back. The, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Um, follow up. Uh, Kevin S. Pumpkins has a great question. Yes. Um, <laughs> hashtag ask our boner how do you have so many listeners long time listener know. first time caller I'll hang up and listen <laughs> uh, I will say this I have a theory and I do think one of the reasons that we have built this really fun community is uh, it does seem to draw together people who have the same sense of ridiculousness and enjoy this uh don't take the parks or even being a Disney fan that seriously. And um, I think that really is where, and people started realizing that through the, especially through the ass sour boner section that they kind of pinpointed each other. Hey, we're all in this together. We all kind of have something in common and it's, it's grown from there is what I think. Yeah. I think it's actually the ads that I've paid for a Russian to, put on facebook those are working i think we should be doing much much better if that was the case that's that's actually how i follow our links to listen to the podcast you didn't see what the ad said so you don't know the e-ticket report oh jesus yeah click on this if you want to listen to the e-ticket report oh god damn it i'll listen to this again i i actually think it's the fact that we don't just like bitch about stuff you know that we talk about things that we like and uh, we don't just Wait, poop on. I don't bitch about okay. things. No, no, no. You you go at it with oh, okay. definitely like a uh, more conservative view than we do. <laughs> Whoa! Why did you just call me? You know what I'm talking about. But but like we don't just go like okay everything sucks everything sucks which I feel like a lot of other places do. You know it's yeah. kind of like a bitch fest where we're just kind of like hey we love these things let's talk about drinking have fun. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I think um, it just reminds me, I agree, yeah, and I think for just... some reason it remind, reminds me of our St. Patrick's Day episode, and that was one of my favorites, where we actually, we got to go in the woods and record all three of us together, and then... <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't sketchy at all. Yeah. 
Um, I love how we, I remember that we went out in the woods to get away from everyone. And 10 minutes later, we're looking around and there's like 70 people back there. <laughs> and maybe not 70, but it was uh, not quiet. Like it was, the point was. Yeah. No, that was mm-hmm. I think my favorite, and, and I'm sorry that Rihanna was a part of this, was when we actually watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I feel like we should do another movie with all three of us pretty soon. That was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> we need one that, like, we need to find one that it was relevant and that we kept talking about how I, I had never seen it. We need something along those lines, like, ugh, I would say Avatar, but it's... <laughs> no, no, that's really terrible. Something yeah. good. Good. Yeah. We can watch Thanks. Titanic together. <laughs> the most epic <laughs> three and a half hour long oh podcast ever. <laughs> Mm, let's see. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mr. Monkey, Rhiannon, this one's for you, I believe, because it, it sounds eerily similar to a tweet that you posted. Um, mm. Mr. Monkey is thinking of taking a trip to Key West. Any idea for a mm. good date and to mm. a good date to go? And does anyone want to share a room? That sounds eerily similar to something I may have tweeted. So Did you the find answer is? No, I did not. I will be enjoying my room solo. Not for long, baby. Yeah. Oh. Rar. Speaking of rar. <laughs> rar. Rar. I-, I invited Dismodel, um, but he and Mrs. Dismodel are unfortunately unavailable, so. Not that they were going to share my room, just to be clear. It was they were, be like they, were, they get their own room not so nearly as in fun. the same hotel as me. You claiming they were looking for a third? Yeah. That could have been No, time. that's exactly the opposite of what I was planning. So. Drunk. Interesting. Interesting. Livy uh, retweets a question from, I like what Amanda, 909 Happy Hops, has done to her name. Amabada. Let's say it's a quiet Sunday night early in your trip. You want a really good dinner, signature or otherwise. Where do the two of you go? Especially if your other half is a relative Walt Disney World newcomer. Thoughts? Wait, Amanda's actually asking us questions now? Uh, Livy uh, took her question and made it and asked our bonus. I was going to say, Amanda doesn't have time for us. Um, it's Amabada. Whatever. Uh, I mean, I like the yachtsman, but if she's asking for quiet, the last time I was there with her, we got shushed. So I don't know. Well, that's quiet. Right. I yeah, you the rest guys of quiet. We're just not quiet. Oh. But this is just her and a uh, significant other. I think her significant other would enjoy Yachtsman very much. Mm. I think uh, that is a very strong. Uh, if you want quiet, probably not STK or the boathouse. <laughs> outside at the boathouse might be really nice. I do enjoy outside at the boathouse. Yeah, especially in the fall. Like that. Um, how do you guys feel just because it's. There is something cool about if they're a rel- relative Walt Disney World newcomer. There's something cool about eating in the parks. How do you feel about either the Brown Derby or like uh, Canada or something like that? But just because if they're new to Walt Disney World, maybe one of these more uh, traditional 
spots like California Grill or something. Yeah, I was going to say California Grill or the fancy uh, what do you call it? The uh, the fancy restaurant in France, the one that's upstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monsieur, Monsieur Paul. Paul. Yep. Um, eh, I I think Lestelier is a good strong candidate. Um, I think Monsieur Paul might be a bit too frou frouy. Hmm. But hmm. I do love me some Lestelier. Yeah. Some poutine. But yeah, I think. For somebody who's a Walt Disney World newcomer, if you're trying to sort of ease them into getting excited about the Disney part of it, one of those might be better than Yachtsman, only for that reason. Oh, the hoopty do that. The hoopty do. Are just straight to Oktoberfest? <laughs> While the band's playing. Prost. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, man, I want to Beer garden, there. you mean? Beer garden, sorry. Yeah, let's Jesus. go there. I'm ready to go there now. I'm excited. Speaking of going there, I'm ready to hear Skipper Dick Ritchie's comments here because he specifically retweeted this one uh, from a Princess Victoria who asks, so what is a, quote, entry-level position when everything requires industry experience? Did I retweet that? I mean, I retweeted the wrong one. As Sour Awesome. But that is annoying when you're looking at jobs and they say it's an entry-level position, but you need (laughs) two to four years experience. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't work. I don't. Are you reading them in order? Yeah, September 29th. Uh, shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. All right. Let's see. Uh, there's no way that's in order because I don't know. Maybe it's sorry. My bad. Go ahead. September 28th. I don't know. Um, Livy would like to say he's getting very uh, sentimental. Livy's very sentimental here. Um, it's hard to believe, but 100 weeks ago, none of us knew each other, and now we're family. Yeah, that was nice. Name a favorite memory moment from on or off the air. Oh, uh, hold on, I'm grabbing another beer. Um, I actually was going to say, when you first started talking about, hey, think of some good memories to share. So I was already thinking about this one, not specifically to Livy's question. But, hey, remember that time that, like, I'm just chilling in Lido Beach and I see this new Twitter account pop up as Rhiannon's liver. And I'm all like, who is this asshole trying to make fun of me because they think I drink too much? Fuck them. And then, no, it was Livy. Were you holding a drink as you read that and thought that? Uh, Hold on, hold on. There we go. (laughs) Well, no, I'm being very genuine. I remember very clearly, like, this account popped up, and I did not know at the time whether or not it was mean-spirited or friendly. And so we were hesitant to talk about it on the podcast. And one of you brought it up, and it was like, I'm okay with it as long as it's not mean. And then it was Livy. Yeah. No, that's. Yeah. Yeah. That's a love affair right there. Really is. It really is. It really is. I I, I will take this moment to say um, that Livy and I were actually working on something as a surprise for the 100th. 
Um, unfortunately, I did not have enough time to complete it. Do it, by the, do it since, for the two years. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So since that's coming up soon, I will do it in honor of the second birthday of the podcast. Yes. But but something is in the works. That's exciting. Me and me. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So excited. Yeah, that's exciting. I remember very well. You and I, all, all three of us talking before we pushed record about like, yeah. hey, what's the deal with this? Uh, are we going to talk about this? Them to be like, you know, legitimize that. I don't know. Yeah. And we're like, is this is this a dick or is it somebody? Is this kind of? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, well, who is it? Because the one thing, and I, oh, I was yeah. I was talking about this this week. Um, same to some, and they were talking about how when when Livy first came around, I was just saying how funny Livy's tweets are. They're extremely funny. And so I was <laughs> mentioning someone like at first it took me so long to figure out. I'm like, who is it? Like who that we know is funny enough to come up with this stuff? And it was really hard figuring out who. Because <laughs> apparently we don't know many funny people. I don't know. Right. Nope. Very just with the very original, you know, very original yeah. stuff, you know. Very. Oh, and then there was like he posted something of some drink menu, and so a bunch of us were like, Oh, yeah, and was like, Oh, this is definitely from this restaurant, and it's only located in Minnesota, and so it has to be Dizwire. Yeah. And and then it was like, No, 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 I'm pretty sure it's this restaurant like in New Jersey, and like we were all over the place, yeah. We was... no, go ahead, sorry. And then there was that time he took a picture of an elevator and, like, you zoomed in to the reflection of, like, the metal <laughs> exactly. of the wall. That's <laughs> what I was going to bring like... up. I was like, I can kind of almost see who it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I think also because we couldn't fathom the fact that maybe somebody listened to the podcast that we didn't know. Right. Yeah, we didn't know that. I was, was like, that doesn't look like my brother, my mom, my dad. It doesn't look like, any, it doesn't look like either of you two. <laughs> does not look like my cats. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, it, it dawned on me probably about a year ago that like I started meeting a few people, and I think you guys ran into people in the parks and stuff that just knew us from the podcast, and it was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't, how have I not talked to you online? I'm like, they're 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 not even like Twitter people, you know, like it's really yeah. weird. It was weird, yeah. So, but uh, Livy was the first that made me realize, oh, there are people who listen that aren't <laughs> our immediate friends and family weird <laughs> but they are now that's what makes it cool yeah it really is it really is um theme park beer drinker uh posted a picture from an orlando city soccer game a very mediocre uh game he said another night of orlando city soccer mediocrity mediocreness um equals drunk at disney's favorite beer miller light yeah mm, so good well that's what he's saying you'd like the tweet though because he's saying it's mediocre Rihanna. oh okay agreed Actually, no, boo. I don't think it's mediocre. I think it's below that. So it's sub, sub, sub ochre. <laughs> sub ochre. Sub ochre. Um, designated Disney Dad wants to know what's worse than being rammed by strollers on property? May I suggest the overwhelming stench of baby wipes? I don't Green think, face emoji. I don't think I've experienced that, thankfully. Now you're going to. Right. Now you're going to. Now you're going right? to. I think my number one pet peeve are because I like to treat walking as I do driving. And if you're driving on the highway, you don't stop in the middle of the fucking highway. And so it's the people who are walking down Main oh, Street man, and those just stop to like look at their phone or whatever. And it's like, 
what the fuck and you run into them and they just like walk around them and that's why that's my number one pet peeve is people who don't know how to just navigate a crowd navi no no oh. no all right uh the Usman. oh the Usman hasn't been around in a while i love the Usman. who does speaking of somebody who i'm not sure who it is but comes out of nowhere the Usman. Um, wife says no scotch flights for me at food and wine says stick to beer. What say you three o'clock parade? Um, is the marriage Rocky? I mean, this could be the final straw. Yeah, man. You gotta send send that wife. Well, you'll like his follow up. Uh, Skipper Richie is follow up. Should I get a black and tan chaser with my scotch flight while the wife is in Mexico? (laughs) Yes. Cheers to Usman. Yeah. He's so good. Man, uh, getting fucked up. <laughs> this is the other one, Skipper DeGritchie, that you had retweeted as yourself. Um, what's the best haunt event in San Diego that doesn't have a crucial cost or weight? Uh, well, and I actually, uh, they said they wanted to know by Saturday because they're going to be here over the weekend. So I'm going to say the Whaley House Museum at Old Town. It's one of those like super old houses that's been here forever and it's supposed to be haunted and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and like, got, like 1910? A, yeah, like I, I want to say it was like uh, by the courtyard and that's where like the, or the court, it used to be by the court and that's where like the hangman's tree was and that tree is I guess still in the backyard and uh, the people who owned it, I think somebody like passed away in the house or a bunch of people did. So it's supposed to be scary and it's not really expensive and there's usually not a long wait and they kind of go all out for Halloween Plus, there's tons of bars around the, that area that you can get margaritas at. And, you know, not great, but not terrible Mexican food. So I'm going to say the Whaley House Museum in Old Town. Okay. I'm going to skip. I, I'm not going to have. I actually don't have. I'm going to agree with you because I don't have an option. Yeah, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> um, Jim Coach Snell, Matt, would like to know, will the Vaseline Tap House be winning anyone over as the new best bar on property? Looks great on video. Hashtag ask sour boner. I'm going to go with no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see they did a good job of recreating like all the hipster bars that are. Yeah. I mean, that's made. the whole thing is, you know, like they were saying in the beat report um, that it's not a typical theme park bar, which I can get a non theme park bar anywhere. I go to a theme park. I want a theme park bar. Yep. Yep. I want a Muppets bar. Why the oh, fuck would they do like a Muppets yeah, bar? That would be so cool. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think this, the number one purpose of this, and and they succeeded in it, is function. I said it earlier. It is a very functional place. The Muppets bar needs to go in uh, Mama Melrose and stick it in there and make a really good theme park bar yeah. in Mama Melrose. Stick it in Mama Melrose. Stick it in there. Dude. Stick it in. Because. Absolutely. So the answer is no, and let's go stick it in Mama Melrose. Wait, what? Brian Lamas, Brian Lamas, which current Future World Pavilion would you like to see a themed bar? Um, I could go for a Living Seas bar. That could be pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm actually kind of surprised that Coral Reef doesn't have mm-hmm. a bar. 
Yeah. I remember when we were doing the book, I was I had to ask like five people before I went over there. I'm like, hey, is there a bar in the court? Because I did, I haven't been there since I was like 11 years old. Same, yeah. Um, so I need to know, like, is there a bar? And they're like, no. I'm like, and then it made me think, why? Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, it really is. If they're not making, which they're not, apparently it's going to be American Adventure since they didn't make the Living Seas. Uh, uh, lounge that uh that into a uh, club 33 they need to make that living seas lounge into the bar wait hold on i'm so wrong i am so wrong i apologize profusely what the fuck was i thinking imagination pavilion figment bar okay done oh yeah sorry dvc guys you're losing your up there upstairs those guys. Figment bar. Figment bar. Figment bar. <laughs> Similarly, there is a lounge area at Figment that could be used immediately. Exactly. It's off on the side around, and it's not used because Kodak is no longer the sponsor. I've been in there. It's plenty big enough for a bar. Uh, so let's make it happen immediately. Woo-hoo. Think of the cocktail menu they could have. All kinds of crazy shit. Oh, man. Yeah. They could have so much fun with that. It really could. Mm. Don't drink with your mouth. Drink with your imagination. It's like butt. That too. Gets really fast. Drunk fast though. Mm. Okay, here it comes, Rhiannon. Burning. From Colin, 3 o'clock paid beat writer, through Flying Squirrel. Uh, Quote, can you tell your co-host to limit her animosity when she says, hashtag fucking family on the podcast? (laughs) Hashtag. SR I feel bar. like I said that once in 100 episodes. So, uh, come on, come on. So, is the answer you will limit uh, your animosity? Well, I'm questioning the existence of any animosity because I don't think I was being animositous. Animositous. So, you have no animosity towards the hashtag family. Absolutely not. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad we've gotten that out of the way because the hashtag family loves you and supports and you. I love them and support. Well, you're them. you're part of it, so don't say that. I love us and support. There we go. Us. I love us. There you go. <laughs> go. Skipper Richie too. Come on. Yay. Wee. Can I uh, buy a vowel? I would like a U. <laughs> I'd like a U, please. So is this a thing? Can you make? Can anyone make these? Uh, it's followed up by Dizwire, who put a uh, Wheel of Fortune uh, thing, and it's it says hashtag fucking family with all the A's missing <laughs> and all the vowels actually. Um, and uh, <laughs> is this something he did, or is this like? Could you go to like a meme maker and make anything on here? I don't know. It's the first time I've seen it, but yeah, it's probably hilarious. have to ask him. It's hilarious, though. Hilarious. Well done, Dizwire. I'm glad we've cleared the air because I got that actual message privately from her. She's like, "Seriously, what? what's your deal?" And so I'm glad we got it out in the air. God, I, okay, hold on. Serious, genuine moment for a moment. No animosity. I'm sorry if I said something stupid. I say a lot of stupid things. I never met anything mean. That's why. That's why I brought it out into the open. Okay. I just want them to know that. 
That's what I wrote back. I said, ask him as an ass sour boner. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Ass sour boner from duct tape and beer. What is worse, going to San Diego and going off drunk at Sam's, which is what I, I, oh, that is not what I did. Going to San Diego, (sighs) going to San Diego, and he blows you off, quote unquote, for work. For work. I did you know, have to go I to work. We just discovered something. Skipper, I mean, are you okay with this? You just learned the truth. He wasn't in San Francisco for oh, a wedding and was too far shit. away to see you. He was in San Diego for a quote-unquote wedding Wolf. and didn't see you. The truth really comes out. Oh, man, yep. that would be bad. That would be bad. That would be bad. I would... Ugh. Who was I talking to this week about this? I'm like, I really want to go. I really wanted to go. I really wanted to go. It's all right. I mean, that's like when I go to Orlando for a friend's birthday and I don't see Drunko. It happens. It's not like I went to, you know, Jacksonville and didn't visit him. It's true. I go to his hometown and ignore him. (laughs) It's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Park Hopper Ryan has a really good question. What's the best job at Walt Disney World? Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Skipper's like a blowjob. <laughs> no, no I was just thinking of the different people that work. Ah, uh, nothing. I'm good. <laughs> uh, let's just for, for for the most fun is let's go with jobs that we see. Not ones that are behind the scenes that no one really knows what they do. Let's go with the ones that you see. Like, if you're going to do an actual front-of-the-line park job. If like, I was working in the park, I would either want to be a Jungle Cruise skipper or the Haunted Mansion. Yes. Would you... Skipper to Richie, here's the problem. Would it bother you if you got a boat and nobody was responding to the jokes? No, I'd be just like, just like this show. Fair. That's a good point. I would definitely choose Haunted Mansion personnel or Tower of Terror. And to the point where it bothers me when I'm on one of those attractions and the bellhops or the whatever you call them, butlers, maids, um, are not. Did you just make a goat sound? Um, but it bothers me when every now and then you'll get like a cheerful cast member and I'm like, no, that's not how this works. You're supposed to be mean and solemn and gloomy. And it it bothers me to the point where it's like, why is Disney casting every fifth cast member to be cheerful? Like, no, no, there, there should be like guidelines, job requirements. And if you do not meet those requirements, you do not get that position. Yeah. That's just my little rant. I agree. I love when you see somebody who clearly takes their job with pride uh, for all these these themed Disney World jobs, like Jungle mm-hmm. Cruise, Haunted Mansion, the Kilimanjaro Safaris, unlike those bastards who make jokes on the Kilimanjaro Safaris. <laughs> They're my least favorite people in Walt Disney World. Um, I want, the number of best job in Disney World is either the fireman on Main Street or like the, uh, the the ladies that like promote voting rights on Main Street, like those characters on Main Street are the coolest Suffer jobs. Suffer Jet, yeah. Um, 
those are the best jobs at Disney World. I would also argue um, Citizens of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Citizens of Hollywood are great. I just like that the ones on Main Street, their main job is literally just to talk to the guests. Like they don't even really put on a show. But that was the thing is like I don't like talking to people, and that's why I would make a good Haunted Mansion or Terror Terror person because then I could just be a fucking bitch, and that's just hey, she's in character. No, yeah, I'm not. So good. She's so good. Yeah. How does she do it? <laughs> How does she fake being a bitch so much? So I don't much. know. It just. Some things come naturally. <laughs> but um, not to Flying Squirrel. No. No. Not, not no. to Flying Squirrel. Not to Flying Squirrel. Um, Skippery Richie wants to work, uh, be that, he, he wants to be the uh, norm of uh, Trader Sam's. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Wait, you can get paid to do that? I mean, no, that's the problem. <laughs> that's why he doesn't work there. That's why I don't work there. Yeah. Okay. 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 Have you guys ever seen Zach? Zachel twelve uh, brought up. We brought up Alex Morgan, the soccer player, that got kicked out. Um, it makes him curious. What's the worst thing you've personally seen at Food and Wine? Does it have to be Food and Wine, or can it just be Epcot? Yeah, I was gonna say over? my story isn't Food and Wine. Hello. Yes. No, it could be any either. Oh, okay. okay. I'll talk, I, I, I'm quite reasonably certain I must have told this in the podcast before because it's that noteworthy. Um, but hey, it's our 100th episode, so I'll just relive it. Um, it was the time that, actually, I, it was the time that I met up with you, Drunko, to say farewell to Lights Motor Action. Yeah. Um, and so. Mark and I show up, we're in line at the turnstiles, Mickey readers, what the fuck you want to call it. And this guy just runs through. Yeah. And oh, yeah. we followed him throughout the park and he's running a dead sprint everywhere. And it's like, we'd see him, we'd lose him. We'd see him again, come up the whole other side of the park. We'd see him lose him. And it was just crazy because he has like cast members chasing after him. He starts throwing personal artifacts like on the ground. I took a picture. It was a fingerless glove that he had thrown on the ground. He's running around and we're like also chasing him to like try and get pictures and video. And then he sees us and thinks that we're part of like busy security. So he starts running from us. <laughs> and like Man. It was insane. So that's definitely my number one story of the craziest thing I've personally witnessed as far as guest behavior. Yeah. Or 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 the fight that I saw. I don't even. Oh, I don't think I didn't say this in the podcast because we got into Irma nonsense. You saw a fight recently? Yes. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. So when I was there last with my mother, um, and we did not have a podcast that week because of Irma. Um, yeah. So we went on Small World. And we come out of Small World, and we're just standing there looking at our phones, looking at wait times, trying to, like, rearrange fast passes, whatever. And suddenly, out of the corner of my eye, I see in front of Peter Pan these two women arguing. And I can't hear what they're saying, but it becomes one of those, like, you can just tell from the body language, like, you know, they start, like, kind of, you know, posturing, if you will, um, like it's going to get physical, and so I'm like, oh, shit, we're going to watch this. 
And next thing you know, they kind of start shoving each other. And then one of them takes off in a dead sprint to run away from the other woman. And she has a kid with her. And so she's saying to the kid, run, run. And so this woman and this child who must have been like six or seven, they're running. And this woman's like, oh, fuck, no, you don't run for me. And she starts chasing them. She catches up, grabs the child by the hair. This child who's running away a dead sprint, someone grabs her hair and then drags her by her Whoa. hair. And at this point, guests start getting involved because this woman's abusing a child in public. And then the other woman who was also running with a child then turns around, sees this, and starts beating up the woman to let go of the kid. And, you know, I keep, like, waiting for, you know, plainclothes Disney undercover people to, like, come out of the woodwork and stop this. I'm like, no one's fucking stopping this. And they're screaming at each other. They're hitting each other. This poor kid's, like, crying. And finally, you know, some guests break it up. And then one woman who was very clearly a cast member steps in and, you know, talks to them again. I can't hear anything that's being spoken. And so they, they break it up. And so she starts leading the two women away. And the whole time I just thought they were strangers and gotten some fight about something. And I'm like, let's follow them. They're going to Disney jail. So we start following them. We get like seven feet and the cast member brings them back into the line for Peter Pan. And it was like, mm. so apparently they were family members and they were together and very public child abuse and screaming and punching. And yet you get to go back in the queue for Peter Pan. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. That is fun. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have nothing. Stories. I have yeah. nothing. I didn't see a guy climb the, climb the, Pyramid, I saw nothing. I've seen some drunk people, but that's not really... You just kind of avoid them. Sometimes it is you. Yeah, I was going to say, most of my... Uh, most of the worst things that happened is because I was drunk and did stupid things. <laughs> oh, you know what my favorite thing, though? It's, it really wasn't terrible, but one of my favorite things that I did during... Uh, while drinking around the world at Epcot uh, was... And I think we talked about this, was when the... Um, when the Viking ship was there. And uh, it was the last year that it was there, and it was pouring rain, and I climbed up, and I did my best Lieutenant Dan screaming at, like, hurricane weather rain coming down, you know, giving the, like, is that the best you got? God, you'll never sink this. So that was probably my favorite thing that I've done there while I was drunk. But that was a long time ago. Um, the one that jumps out to me, uh, it's just it really, it's just, one of my favorite things we did is... Uh, the year, the first year, we had uh, Punchy O'Shea. Oh, that was good in the park, and we they let us bring Punchy O'Shea onto the uh, Three Caballeros ride at Mexico, <laughs> and we had him sitting in the car with us. But he was so tall that he was sticking up like <laughs> way up out of the boat. Yeah, and uh, we went through singing the 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 Three Caballeros song, and it was just. I'm sure we were really obnoxious. I mean, we were doing anything wrong, but we were definitely obnoxious. Yeah, I don't think I've done anything really wrong. I think my only story that comes to mind personally was a total accident. And that was the time that I got off of Everest and go to look at my photo. And apparently 
I was wearing a very short skirt and there was an upskirt issue. And so they put a black box in front of my crotch. (laughs) (laughs) And that was not intentional at all. And I wasn't drunk. I mean, I was just like, I don't know, wardrobe malfunction or something, but. Speaking of wardrobe malfunction, uh, that reminds me of the time that Rhiannon, uh, I was staying Uh, at Bay Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we had access to the Bay Lake uh, Top of the World Lounge. I got her and her group up to there. Uh, We got up there. Stiff wind, Rhiannon's skirt up to her head. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I miss all the best stuff. Yeah, it was it was legit. It, it yeah, it was it was legit. That skirt is dangerous. I good. like it. I've never it's even good, seen it, but I like it. I'm not gonna I, I didn't complain. Um let's see. Um <laughs> Bay Lake Spence really taking advantage of the uh, increase in uh, character limit. <laughs> First off, can we just shut down Hall of Presidents for good and turn the space in the Teddy into in the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge? Yes, full bar and fully, have fully endorse this. AA yep. presidents as bartenders with a Chuck E. Cheese style band of ex presidents playing in the corner. Yeah, nice. Please. The Let's answer is yes. We can do that. Um. He also suggests possibly that Casey's become a taco shop now, and they need a featured uh, taco for Halloween. And uh, how many pieces of candy corn will you put in the taco? And what other wacky? Uh, t- oh. Did you see that gross picture of somebody that put candy pizza? Corn? Yeah. Yeah, that Ugh. was disgusting. No thanks. I definitely saw that. I love candy corn though. I do too, but not on the pizza. I don't love candy corn. <gasps> I don't candy. What about Peeps? Just out of curiosity. Uh, yeah, I love me some Peeps. I like to make them into s'mores. Oh, that mm. sounds great. Let's yeah. do that. Um, I'm going to direct this to Rhiannon. This is okay. from uh, Mr. Turkey Leg Jeff. Uh, if Club Cool replaced soda with beer, which mm. beers would you have on tap there? He says eight. I guess which eight beers? Uh, let's see. Also one. All of them. All the beers. All that, the beers. Uh, yeah. Mm. Very safe answer, and we'll go with it. Anything that you would really want people to try, though, as a beer uh, evan- evangelist? Um, What's the number one beer everybody should try who doesn't uh, know you're with craft beer? Number one. If you had to pick one. That's a like, really hard question. I feel gateway, like. Gateway the, beer. Uh, I mean, for me, and I know I sound like a broken record, but it would be Fendamone. I mean, I think that it's a beer that it's delicious and it's, it has a sweeter taste to it. So people who are like, I don't like beer. It's too hoppy or like it's not hoppy. So I think that would be a good gateway beer for it's people. sad. Sad? <laughs> hoppy. Because it? it's not hoppy. It's sad. Oh. Sells oh. your face. Oh, God. That's not even a lie, though. But not Flying Squirrel. No. No, no. Flying Squirrel. God. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the more I get into beer, the more I realize there are five bajillion different beers and everyone has different tastes and you can't please everybody and so 
I, I kind of start to like hate these questions, not in a bad way. Like I know I don't hate, I don't hate them. I love the questions, but it, it becomes increasingly difficult to answer them because I can say what my top eight are and somebody's going to be like, and again, yeah, those are terrible. I hate those. And like, well, there's something out there for everybody. So well, there has to be a Beverly. There has to be the beer Beverly. So there has oh, to be. Oh, then Billy's Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I make it Dale's um, Pale Ale. I hate Dale's Pale Ale. You do? I mean, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I don't know. It's okay. But um, how about like a fucking put Shopper Hopper in there? And be like, here, you hate, you think you hate beer? Drink this, and you're like, what? This is just like grapefruit seltzer. What? It's so sticky. That's one thing about it. It's very sticky. So is Club Cool. Yeah, good point. Well. Fit very well. Very, mm-hmm. very solid. Very solid drinks. Um. I have a great answer to this. Brian Lamas, uh, again, following up with the soccer star that got kicked out. What celebrity athlete uh, would you most like to get drunk with at Epcot? And um, the correct answer, of course, is Joe Namath. Oh. Because he is a well-known – he's well-known for once going on Monday Night Football as a – he's retired at the time, completely trashed, and uh, tr- offering to kiss the woman who was interviewing him. <laughs> I feel like go big or go home, Dennis Rodman. Oh, holy yeah. Jesus. And you can like start discussing your North Korea pavilion and <laughs> He would be quite entertaining to go around Epcot with. <laughs> That's one word for it. See, I would I mean, I remember on my college program there was this whole thing about how Drew Carey used to love to go drinking around the world. And that people that would run into him would just have the greatest time ever. So my, like, I've always wanted to go drinking on the world with an athlete. Drew Carey. No, it says celebrity or athlete. Oh, my apologies. And, you I know, thought it was, I didn't see that. I thought it was celebrity athlete. See, thank uh, you. It says celebrity slash. Right. right. Well, okay. You're right. Well, if that's the case. Um, again, Lindsay Lohan, man. Oh, that'd Shoot. be great. Yeah. I'd like to do anything with her, though. And she has a Disney history, which is fun. Mm, oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, so, uh, Kara with a K, Caroline, uh, would like to know, can anyone please explain why Stitch's Great Escape is still people renting it? I guess like a group rented out Stitch's Great Escape. Didn't, was that a, a hoax or something that I feel like I recently saw a headline that they were finally doing away with that and turning it into a character meet and greet. And then I clicked on the link to read it and it was, uh, you know, 404 not found. Well, they're definitely relocating stitch into the, uh, pre-show area. Now, I don't know if it's hundred percent confirmed. They will never run the ride again, but in the meantime, they are moving him inside to the pre-show okay. area. Interesting. Very good question from Rachel. Uh, the Rachel Rockstar is going to Food and Wine this Saturday. If you've been to Food and Wine this year, can you recommend what stop are a must? Must go, uh, going on Saturday. Thanks. They're all a India. must. Ooh. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't nickel um, and dime your uh, food and wine. Is what I have to say to people. Yeah. Oh, you got. Yeah. You, you don't go in there thinking you're gonna be cheap because it's not yeah. worth going. Right. <laughs> this is only Halloween Horror Night. This is, <laughs> you this gotta, is some, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go in there ready to spend um, some dough. Yeah, unfortunately, I never got back there a second time. I mean, I 
I suppose it's, I have a chance in a few weeks, but, um, so I never got to hit up any of the, well, I hit up one of the booths in Future World, uh, the Cheese Studio, and that, whatever the fuck they're calling that, that tart thing, the onion tart, oh my god, mm. that was amazing, um, legit good, and good, um, value, like, the thing was huge, I mean, we shared that amongst three people easily, um, but I still didn't get to do the, whatever the fuck the spicy one was called, and the other ones, mm -hmm. um, but as far as the countries go, uh, I really enjoyed India, so. I'm gonna go with one that's actually in Future World, um. What? They've expanded yeah. it there? There's oh, a several, yeah. Yeah, a great area. There's one just um, in Future World, North, South, East, West, which is the side with uh, the land. It's upside down because Epcot's upside down, so it's op it's opposite than you would think it is. Anyway, um, there's this one. It's like the fire booth, and then just inside the glass is this uh, bar that has two beer flights. So it's just this yeah. whole little corner. And it's so good. And then they have that indoor, like, uh, light up. Don't go in the light bar. It's called light bar. Don't necessarily get the yeah, drink. Yeah, definitely peek in. It's kind of cool. They have, like, a neon in there. It looks really cool. But there's two beer flights uh, just inside Interventions West. And then a fire section just outside the doors. And just kind of yeah. that whole area is a must-do. That's what I was talking about. Um, so, actually, I did do the two beer flights inside. That was the first booth we went to the entire place. But, yeah, that fireplace. That's what I was talking about that uh, – has the spicy foods or whatever. A boot? You did sound a little Canadian there. <laughs> I don't know. Sort of stuck in the boot. Shit happens. That's rounded a boot. Whatever. <sighs> Let's see. Um, <laughs> with a great question. Take us back 101 weeks. How did the, hey, you want to make a podcast with me conversation go? That was actually pretty close to how it went, just <laughs> like that. I uh, kind of did. I remember I talked uh, to. I had in my mind that I wanted. I knew I wanted uh, Rhiannon, and but I talked to Skipper first, and I was like, "Skip, what do you think about this uh, doing a podcast?" And you're like, "Yes, sounds great." <laughs> you're like basically immediately like, "Yes, let's do it." Why? Well, remember... I was saying we just we had just met for the most part, Skip. Yeah, yeah, we'd. Uh... We just hung out and had some drinks, and it just worked out. Yeah, I'm like we should. You want to talk about Disney World? I mean, it's great. You you live in California. I live here. That's kind of sweet. And uh, we both like talking about Disney World. And I'm like, hey, you know this girl Rhiannon that I talk to all the time? She likes it too. Like she'd be pretty cool. And she doesn't. She's a little bit different, opinionated than we are, uh, which makes it good too. And then well, like, I okay. from my perspective, it was classic you two um but you messaged me about the idea and i'm like i don't know i mean we'd have to like do a lot of planning like are we gonna have music do we have, like a theme song do we have like specified segments what are we gonna talk about how do we organize this how do we record this like i just go into planning mode and you're like i don't know whatever <laughs> just gonna and show next, up and record shit right and, and so next thing i know it was like two days after you even mention this to me and you call me up being like well we just finished recording the first show and i'm like well but i didn't what and so then 
we re-recorded the first show with me being completely wasted because I didn't know that we were recording. And there was no organization, no nothing. I'm sitting there like freaking out, like, but guys, guys, you know, plan, you have structure, we need to have like, you know, like, uh, and, and yeah. So the first episode I thought was a disaster and then we never like fixed it cause we never got a real format <laughs> or we've got a format. Music. Well, now we do. So right. We basically turn on the record and then we talk until mm-hmm. one of us goes, Oh my God, it's almost been two hours. Uh, wait, hold on. Right, yeah, right. That's your cue. Uh, that's your cue. Care about there? We're right to the end already. Um, I will say that was so funny because Skipper and I did it that first that first time. Yeah, yeah, you did. And we, it, it was so like, good, buddy. and we were like, all right, that was pretty cool. And then you got home because you were late or whatever. And you didn't tell me you were fucking recording. I don't know. Uh, felt like we or did, you but whatever. Did, I don't know. You're like, I think we're going to try this. I'm like, well, I'm busy. And you're like, well, we'll just do it without you. And I'm like, okay, fuck you. And then, I, yeah, I guess I got home or whatever. And you're like, well, we already did it. And I'm like, but guys. Yeah, because I think people I remember, sometimes forget that you like, you. Every, people that don't do a podcast don't realize that, like, yes, everybody still has regular lives. And it isn't always the easiest to find a time that all three people can get together and talk. That's I do remember, actually, that first episode that... So, again, I was wasted because it was a bad day. I wasn't expecting to actually have to, like, talk to anybody, let alone be recorded talking to anybody. And, you know, you you kind of put this on me later in the evening. And so the next morning, I listen back to the podcast, and I am just completely ashamed of myself and everything. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't ever do this again. And I'm telling Mark, and Mark's like, yeah, I tried to tell you not to do it. Like, <laughs> I, he did. He was like, I, you were not in a good place to be doing that. I tried to talk you out of it. And you're like, no, I got this. I thought it was <laughs> great. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah, that sounds like me. So. That's awesome. Um, last couple real quick. Uh, duct tape and beer. Should Alex Morgan replace Stacy as your virtual tour guide through What's What at Disney World? <laughs> yes, that yes. would be so good. Yes, Definitely. Definitely. And uh, fi- uh, finally, uh, what celebrity would you love to see on the news being escorted out of Epcot for being pissed drunk? <laughs> Donald Trump. Oh, my God. I would just like to – yeah, he doesn't even have to be drunk. Just escort that asshole out. Just tossing out paper. <laughs> just be tossing tossing paper towels to people. Yeah. <laughs> you get a paper towel. You get a paper towel. Woo! It's like it's not a rally. Not a rally. Like <laughs> Um, and finally, Skipper Dick Ritchie with the final SR boner of the uh, 100th show. Which episode did you did you say uh, we jumped the shark? <laughs> the first one? one. Yeah, right, right <laughs> off the bat. Why wait? Yeah. Why wait and start to suck later? <laughs> yeah, I like just it when suck. You, yeah, I like it when you just start sucking right off the bat. Yeah, just Why start wait? sucking. Just start, yeah, it's perfect. And that brings us to the 100th Ask Sour Boner uh, is now over. So any final thoughts before we go on to uh, uh, the Wild Blue? Skipper Dick Ritchie. Um, no, you know. Uh, oh, you know what? I actually do have a final thought. I've been wanting to, to bring this up because word last. Word of the day. Word of the day. No, I didn't do a word of the day today. Um, really felt like a setup. Really felt like I, a setup. Yeah, right? sorry about that. I really want to just know about the liquors. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
last year we did the uh, Christmas special where we all kind of like sang songs and I kind of wanted it to be like like one of the old Dean Martin Christmas specials. And uh, we've kind of talked about it behind the scenes a little bit, but I wanted to give people a chance that weren't part of that uh, kind of DM group that we have going on. If you have a Christmas song that you want to do, I know we're a few months early, but this way it gives you time to write it and uh, produce it and sing it and do whatever you want. Um, let me know. And uh, I think we're going to do it again this year. And I want as many um, songs as we can get. That is one of my, I, I'd never met like that Christmas show. Cause you kind of handled the organizing the songs. So Which is why never... only like eight. <laughs> well, and That's I mean, you line. also That's a good amount. Yeah, it was great. And I never, so I never heard them until I actually listened back to the show. And I was so amazed at the level of songs that we got last yeah. year. It was yeah. so good. And that was, that was really a last minute thing because I knew that I wasn't going to be free. And I know that with family, you know, you guys have families mm -hmm. and friends and stuff. So it's hard at that time of year to kind of like, you know, uh, yeah, at the same time. Yeah. To get yeah. At the same time. And that's when we were like, um, that's when I was just kind of like, man, let's just do this. So we kind of threw it together last minute. I kind of just, we reached out to a few different people that were willing to, you know, to work at it. And, and they were so impressive. So that's like my figure. If we can do that with just a few weeks time, what if we give each other, you know, what if we bring it up now, let everybody know that uh, that's what we want to do so everybody can get ready for the holidays and, uh, you know, just uh, listen to last year's Christmas special and think, man, I can do that kind of stupid shit. Let's do that again. Let's <laughs> do that. I agree wholeheartedly. Please, please get involved. Yeah, um, so much fun. Rhiannon, any final thoughts? Mm. Not really. I, my final thought was going to be my surprise, but I already said that, so. Okay. Uh, my <laughs> final thought. Oh, okay. Is, so uh, I'll, like, I'll be nice. Um, I love everybody. Thank you so much for being part of this insanity. You guys all rock. It's sort of overwhelming at times. It's surreal at times. It's sort of like, What? People like us, so weird. Um, and I love Flying Squirrel. <laughs> yes, everybody loves Flying Squirrel. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I agree. The best part of this entire situ this whole podcast, um, has been the people, the uh, between uh, the the meetup we were able to do over um, St. Patrick's, and then also over the Rum Runners. I mean, when we did the Rum Runners D Run K, and there's one again coming in November. To be able to meet like guys like just off the top of my head, um, um, like Jimipedia and outer and outer rim Jim, <laughs> the gyms, Sarah Grafham and Char and and just uh, so many great people have come from this and uh, just being able to meet these people are it's just so cool and um, and then they like branch off into different friendships and um, get to meet up and stuff and it's just it's just so cool. Yay. Oh, cool. <laughs> Yay. Uh, and that does it for the 100th episode. Skipper Dick Ritchie, did you say you had a uh, special song for us this evening? We will see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Kungaloosh. Bye.
Bye bye. Come true.